Hello and welcome to the incredibly influential and highly successful podcast. I'm incredibly influential. And I'm highly successful. Uh, Today is, uh, it's just ticked over to Sunday, July 24th. We're recording this very late at night. Uh, I, I, I have a, I have someone I want to dedicate this episode to. Um, I want to dedicate it to, uh, uh, any, to, uh, uh, all the people who fucking pumped and dumped GameStop stock because they just did some really fucking terrible shit recently. Um, they, they released NFTs. Oh, you know what? I I did hear about this a little bit. They had, they were doing like an NFT thing. What exactly was it? Uh, the one that I saw that has pissed me off is they released an NFT of one of the victims of fucking nine eleven. One of the people who jumped from the twin towers. They made a fucking NFT of that and they're selling it. And that is just so fucking supremely fucked up in so many ways. And uh, I hope everyone involved in that whole thing goes to hell. Like a- a- everyone who who signed off on that and was like, "Oh yeah, this is a good idea." I, I hope they all like burn in hell. There, there's a you special know, slot in hell for them. It is. It is a little. Uh, wow, that's. I can't think of the thought process behind that. That's that's very confusing, isn't it? Um. Wow. That's wow. <laughs> I, yeah, I know, right? I, You're fucking speechless. Yeah, you know the whole GameStop thing. I I kind of thought it was just something that kind of blew over, but I guess they they really wanted to keep riding that train even after it was already very dead. Oh yeah. And uh, even if it's not the smartest decision, it's definitely uh, you know controversial enough to get them some you know, publicity. We're talking about them at least, right? So Yeah. If if that was their goal, I guess they got it. You know what they say sometimes bad publicity is any publicity is good publicity, right? I don't always agree with that and I don't think it was a good idea, but I guess we'll see how it turns out. I've kind of been real skeptical on the whole NFT thing since it started. I, I I've seen many people make a lot of money from it. And I've seen about four times or five times as many people lose a lot of money on it too. So it's 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 just one of those things that I just I've not gotten into because it just seems very risky and just not worth it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, do you? I know it's a little bit early in our in our career, but like, I do you want to commit? To being like, okay, we will never sell NFTs. Um. Well, it's one of those things where NFTs are still relatively new. They're only like a year or two old. Like since the idea really came into, like, uh, to be accepted, I guess. Right. I think that, in my opinion, I I'd have to see where it goes from here. And if it's a thing that'll die out, or if it, if it's here to stay, maybe there is a possibility one day. But I just, as of right now, when it's kind of just first being introduced, I think that I don't see it happening. You know, not unless something big changes and it's becomes more widely accepted, right? Yeah, I I don't even know if it's about the acceptedness 
thing. I just think it's it's really scummy. And I think creators know that it's not economically viable. The people who don't know that it's unviable um, are themselves getting screwed over. But the but I, I think most creators um, know that it's a fucking scam and that the people who buy it are getting fucking scammed. And, you know, I, I, I myself know a, a creator. I'm not going to name names, but, uh, they, they introduced some NFTs and I, I had a, I had a chat with them and they're like, Oh yeah, we to- I totally know it's a fucking scam, but she, uh, she knows that her, her, most of her audience is, is pretty much smart enough to, uh, avoid <laughs> getting scammed. And if the people, uh, she is more of a mindset that is, you know, if you're stupid enough to fall for it, you don't deserve to have the money in the first place. And I, frankly, I could kind of see where she's coming from on that. But at the same like, time, I, I don't want to ruin the brand by associating it with NFTs, you know? Yeah, that's the thing, right? I feel like it's one of those things where, you know, even though it's a scam, people really should know better. Sometimes they don't always, right? That's kind of why we still have, like, the whole, like, old people getting scammed all the time over, like, tech stuff because they're not really tech savvy and all that, right? Yeah, yeah. It's just kind of like that, but for younger people, I guess. And for older people, there's... I, I know a lot of, like real popular celebrities are getting into it. Like it's, it's become super duper mainstream. Yeah. And it's Seth, one of those things uh, where, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. so many people taking advantage of their viewers their fans, just random people trying to make a quick buck. Obviously it's scummy. And I feel like those people know what they're doing, right? There, there's no mistaking it, but you know, it's one of those things where the few people that do make money right off of it and they know it's a scam and they can still make a quick buck. Now I don't blame them. Right. I don't, I don't say, Hey, they're the problem. I think the problem really has to do with the people creating the NFTs and the people that are, are doing it in, to intentionally exploit people. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I think there is another, uh, mindset again, which is, you know, uh, if, if people are dumb enough to buy them, then they're dumb enough to, then they kind of deserve to get scammed. But at at the same time, there is that sense of false advertising where it's like, if you advertise this as like something that, you know, you're like, Oh yeah, this is totally going to be successful. Oh, this is totally going to be hit. Uh, if you willingly advertise like that, you're not going to like, like, like that is unethical, but like, you know, like, like that's unethical and wrong. But like, if you're releasing an NFT and you're not like, you're not like, Oh, well, I don't, re- I don't really, you know, care about this. And if you just, if you don't advertising it, if you're not advertising it as something, you know, is going to be successful, then I guess that's fine. But like it, it comes off as like super scummy when people are like, super duper invested in it and like but they're they're really not they're they're saying like oh yeah i'm it, it, it's kind of like that t martin situation with those with those 
CSGO gambling websites and he didn't sort of like uh, disclose that he was the owner, you know? Yeah, like, I, I definitely like my whole thing with gambling and all that, right, is I feel like there's a place for it. It's just that with things like that, you have to be very transparent because what what is the sad truth is that people don't they, they take everything at face value, right? They never do their own research. They never look into things that they are not sure about. They're just like, oh, he said that it must be 100% true, right? Or it's it's like whenever people are like, oh, man, buy an NFT. It'll go to the moon, right? They don't, they don't like, think farther than that, than what they're told, right? You know what I mean? And oh, that's yeah. how people get taken advantage of, right? Nobody looks into things. Nobody does their own research. And and those are the people that are getting scammed, right? And I think that it's it's one of those things where there really should be kind of like a guidebook on 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 the internet. Because even though it's been out or the internet's been a thing for a long, long time, so many young people just don't know how to properly use the internet. They don't understand that not everything they see is real and things like that, right? And there are a lot of young people as well. Or people that are like, maybe like our age that have just come into some money, and they're they just see like, oh man, I can make a lot of money off of this, and then they lose it all, right? Oh yeah. Or you know, there's like really old people who obviously they're they're just not really as hip with the internet or whatever, right? I just feel like we just need to. There just needs to be more education and more outreach on on the dangers of things like this, because some people still don't understand it even after so many controversies that happened i was uh i remember it was a while back at this point right but i remember there was a whole like problem with uh, floyd mayweather he had like several of the whole nft scams right and it's like people like that right that are like so so big they just find a, it's like a quick cash grab for them you know what i mean mm-hmm. and i feel like not enough people hold them responsible for the things that they're doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. there's like I, I people like us who can completely see through it and we know that it's wrong, but there's like a mass majority of people that are, that just are kind of of the mindset of, of, uh, of that one person, I guess you talk to where they're just like, if they're dumb enough to fall for it, then they should get scammed. And I feel like, sure. You know, I, I kind of agree with that. Right. But at the same time, they just don't know any better. Right. Yeah. It's kind of like, you know, they're thrown into a situation that they've never experienced before or that they've never had any prior, you know, uh, experiences with. Of course, there's a good chance that they're going to do something stupid without knowing it, right? Yeah. I I just think, you know, uh, there is some wisdom in the idea of these guys, uh, uh, you need to get, uh, uh, you need to kind of learn from your mistakes. You know, I, I'm not of the, I, like I'm not I, really of the school that's like we should coddle these people who don't know what they're doing, who can't use the internet. I, I I'm not, I'm more of the of the of the school of thought that says they need to learn from doing. They need they need to fail. They need to lose money, you know, 
right? Like, like they need to get in these experiences well, and learn from them. I definitely agree that some people respond better whenever they have a bad experience with something. I, I like one situation that I can personally give to to y'all is the the whole car situation, right? That I told you I've been dealing with, right? Yes. Since that's happened to me, there's a lot that I've learned from the situation on how I would approach it differently, right? And at the time, the situation for me was, you know, I was a first-time car buyer. I didn't know really what I was doing. I was using uh, a website that somebody recommended to me, right? Uh, I found a seller. I found a car. And I even brought people there that I thought that knew what they were doing to kind of try to help me. And still, there's things that were overlooked, right? Yeah. It's, it's one of those things where even whenever you try to do everything to to make sure that things don't happen, sometimes you can't always catch everything, right? But now that I've been through that, there are certain things that I've learned to, like, look out for and do this and do that, right? So there are there is some wisdom and learning from your mistakes, but there's also one of those things where some mistakes are, like, so easy to avoid that I feel like you really, you know, I feel like somebody should inform them, like, hey, you know, look into this, look into that, right? You can't yeah. always catch it, like I said, with my situation, right? Because I, I brought uh, both my mom and I brought somebody who was, I thought, familiar enough with cars to help me. Apparently not enough, right? Uh <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I just think that, uh I think that, Pro- I, I I think you should be able to draw that line wherever you need to. I just think that for us, I, I, I do you do you want to commit? Do you want to commit to saying we will never release NFTs? Um, it's one of those things where like I don't know what the future holds for NFTs, right? And I don't know if there will ever be a point where we could do an NFT in a way. That would be very legitimate, very and very safe for viewers. You know what I mean? Kind yeah. of, kind of like uh, the whole like Patreon thing, where it's like more to support us than it is to take your money. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think exactly. like there's a way we can do it like that. Then sure, we could do it. It's just as of right now, um, especially since we're still growing, and since we don't know a lot about the NFT space. Uh, Besides all the horror stories and stuff we hear from it, I definitely don't think it'd be anytime soon. But there, I would say there's a possibility in the in the distant future if there's all those requirements that I just said, right? I think there's going to have to be probably a lot of legal regulation. Um, uh, legal Legal did a fantastic video about like why NFTs are legally kind of screwed right now. And I, I think it's a really solid video. Um, I, I, I don't think there is ever going to be, uh, at least not for n- a decade, at least a Congress, uh, like, like a nationwide Congress that views NFTs as like their top priority, especially with everything else going on. Fuck no. There, there's no way that Congress is going to be like, we need to sort out NFTs right now. 
so I think that uh, maybe in the future, if legal regulation changes, but like for the foreseeable future, I think we we both are in agreement. You will not get any NFTs from us. No, not yeah. gonna happen. Uh, as as of now, I I can say our 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 statement or our uh, our side is pretty clear on this. You know, we're mostly against them, uh, and we're not going to do it. Right? Yeah. Our statements uh, may change, but that's that's it for now. I think. Right? Yeah. 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 For sure. Um, the, <laughs> there's actually a really funny story about NFTs. Um, yeah. I, I don't know how much you've heard about it, but it's, um, Seth Green. Uh, do you know who he is? Seth Green. I, the name's not super familiar now. Uh, Robot Chicken. Does that ring a bell? I know of Robot Chicken. <laughs> uh, he created that. Uh, do you know Family Guy? Oh, okay. I pulled up a picture. Okay, he, he is a familiar face. Uh, he was in the Austin Powers movies, but he voices Chris on Family Guy. I, I think that's probably the one that most people would know him from. I think that's probably the oh. <laughs> the thing that he is probably best known for, honestly. Um, interesting. Okay. But there was a really interesting story about what happened to him with his NFTs. Um... Basically, he 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 was touting a bunch of NFTs. He was like, "Oh, I bought I bought all these NFTs. Oh yeah." And then he got caught in a phishing scandal. Uh and he, he somebody scammed him out of his NFTs and he publicly went on like social media and was like, "Please, please sell me my NFTs back." And the fucking guy did at like an exorbitant rate and it's fucking hilarious. It is genuinely hilarious. Like it's Seth. always one of those things where it's it's funny to watch people that are so successful in situations that are just so ridiculous. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, genuinely, like, it, it was very funny. And I'm sure Seth Green, he's he's not a bad guy. I don't I don't think there's any controversies that I've heard about him, but that is a funny situation, isn't it? I just think that he completely ruined his NF or his career and reputation on NFT. Well, he didn't ruin his career. He's still on fucking family guy. Family guy's like the biggest animated show right now, bigger than South park, bigger than fucking anything else, but it's yeah. still really fucking funny to, to watch someone like ruin their reputation, like make themselves look like an idiot for uh, uh, shilling NFTs and then get fucking scammed. Like, Jesus Christ, you got scammed once by buying the NFTs, and then you got scammed again. It's really funny. Like, um, it is it is one thing where, like, it's so funny how, like, a lot of actors, right? Like, I, you, I respect them so much as actors, right? But whenever you see, like, what side hustles they're in, it's just, like, the silliest, dumbest thing sometimes. You know what I mean, right? Oh, yeah. Like... There are so many people, like, I think, uh, what, Gwyneth Paltrow, her little side business is, like, a real weird one, right? Where, uh, she has, like... The can- like, the vagina candle? The vagina yeah, it's, like, candle? it's, like, such, it's, like, such weird, it's, like, all spiritual and all that. And, like, hey, there's a market for it, go for it, I guess, but it's just, some people have, like, really strange hustles, you know, and I feel like... All the people that got NFTs kind of just got it because it was popular. I don't feel like it, most of them really 
are 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 deep into it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably. I I, I would hope not. At least. I don't know but, about the Seth Green though. He seems he pretty, seems pretty passionate from what you told yeah. me. Yeah, so, that it that is kind of sad. Well, he's a little bit of a boomer, honestly. What is he like, Gen X? Well, he got scammed, so he must not be that into it, I guess. <laughs> yeah, he he's he's a he's Gen X. He's about as old as my as my fucking mom, dude. Like, uh, yeah, he's uh, he's no spring chicken. Where where is it? Say seventy four is when he was born. Yeah, yeah. My mom was was uh is yeah about the same age as him. So yeah, that that oof woof. Like, come on, you have to know NFTs are a bad fucking idea. That should be instinctual. Like, well, you you, you... got a fucking you got a JPEG, right? Who is to stop someone from fucking right clicking it, dude? Who is to stop that? It is, it is one of those things, though, where, like, a lot of people, unlike you and me, like, I guess, aren't quite as, I guess, familiar with the internet, and they just, they just, like I said, they go off the first thing they hear. They don't think to even do their own research, right? So, yeah. to me to me and you, it's obvious, but to some people, they, it, you know, it's not as obvious, right? So, I, I feel like I, it, it's unfair to, like... To like say that it's completely their fault, even though it mostly is. There is that tiny bit of like, uh, there's a tiny bit of empathy for them, you know, because they're so uninformed that they. I don't. Really they would have do something like that. For him. I don't have any empathy for him. I don't like really I said, it's not a lot of empathy. It's it's a very tiny bit of empathy, like the, the idiot's bit, you know. I don't know. I honestly, I'm like, eh, sucks to be you. Sucks to be you. Sucks to suck. What do you know? Yeah, I I suppose I see what you're saying. Yeah, but uh, uh, speaking of stupid things that happen, did I tell you I fucking I broke a window today? No, you you failed to mention that one actually. I think. <laughs> yeah. So um, I wake up this morning at like seven o'clock to come downstairs feed the dogs. Um, I let. My my large dog, my larger dog, Buster, out. Um, he's a golden retriever, so he's got a lot of fucking energy. So he's out there, he's running around. He goes over to my garden, right? And we have a little sunroom thing that's like attached to the to the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Uh uh basically there's like the kitchen counter and then like a small and then like a like an opening um on the left hand side if you're looking into the sunroom, and then there's the glass door on the left side, and then uh, on the forward and to the right, there's windows and, uh, out the right window, you can see my garden. So my dog goes over to my garden and he starts like eating the leaves. And I'm like, uh, I'm like, Hey, you're not supposed to do that. So I'm, I go over to like, you know, like knock on the window. Right. They're just, just, you know, not even hard. Just like pop, pop, pop. And I must have hit it with like a, a, the bony part of my wrist, right? I, I can I can see it now. I kind of got like cut up a little bit. Uh, I I hit it with like the side of my fist, but I guess I must have hit with my wrist a little too much in like a very structurally weak part of the glass. So I just <laughs> I hit it once, not even all that hard, and it just boom shatters like instantly. It's so <laughs> you know that's so is, fucked. That is a thing. It's always one of those things where. 
there's things like glass or like crystals, right? Where they're so strong, but there's always that one point, like that one invisible point where like you hit it perfectly right and it'll just shatter it. That's the smallest thing. And you just accidentally nailed that one little spot, you know? <laughs> exactly. With like just the wrong part. Cause like I have a cut like right on, you know, the, like the part of your wrist that kind of like comes out. Like when you're like massaging down the side of your forearm, you can kind of feel that one little spot in your wrist that kind of juts out and it's kind of hard. I must have hit it just with that in the perfect spot. And it just boom, just shattered. I, I'm really thankful that it only broke one layer. Right, because we have two layers of glass, and it uh it sh- it, it it went straight through one, but it, it the other one's still intact. So at least there's not like a fucking draft or anything, you know. But yeah, no, it was really funny. I was like, oh shit, oh shit, that's not good. It oh, would be yeah. you though. It would be you to just accidentally just shatter a pane of glass. I don't know my own strength. I'm fucking strong, dude. I don't know if you noticed. I'm fucking strong. I'm, well, a, I, I'm a pretty fucking strong dude. I feel like, you know, just your body type is like lends to strength more than mine. So you're yeah, probably stronger than me. But yeah, if we got into a fight, I would fucking nail you, dude. Well, like I, I feel like my my body type's more like uh more like agility based, you know what I mean? Like I definitely like whenever I was in the character creator screen, you know, I, I chose You spec into decks. You spec yeah. into decks. Yeah, I spec into the decks, you spec into like strength and like uh and defense, you know? <laughs> Constitution. I I I hit the con save pretty well. Except I except I'm not. I'm really not, you know? Like I, I take physical injuries pretty well, but like I get sick a lot. I have really bad allergies. So I have uh, really shit constitution. So so bad constitution, lots of defense. I got you, I got you. Yeah. I have good I aim like, though. I'm good I at aiming. Like I don't get sick that often, so maybe my maybe my constitution is high and my defense is low. Granted, yeah. I I tend to avoid most most encounters that would uh, give me the ability to get injured. But I, whenever I get injured, it it happens a lot in in situations where I can get injured. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, I'm sure. You know, like uh, whenever I used to go rock climbing, I want to go back to rock climbing. It's just not very financially viable since until I get an income. Uh, yeah. But whenever I went to rock climbing, I, I learned very quickly that I cannot go to the rock climbing gym without like full length pants, even if I am in Texas and it's really hot, because I scraped up my knee and my leg so many times, those few times that I went, off of like the smallest little things like on the walls, you know? And it would always hurt so much. <laughs> oh, yeah. I I remember, uh, yeah. I I remember. I actually I actually asked you, um, you and a couple of my other friends, to kind of tell me what stats you thought I had, right? Like based on based on the Fallout one, because I was going to, I was going to do a challenge where it was like, can I beat Fallout as myself, and I have to make it like as accurate to me as possible. But yeah. like, uh, I, I forget. What you said, I I couldn't find the the note anymore. Uh, I must have deleted it, and I forget which one you you gave me. But I I remembered that a lot of people said that uh, 
luck was my was my number one. A lot of people said I was very lucky. I can see that, yeah. I guess. I mean, it, I it all like depends. I, I consider myself, like, like probably, like, right below average on luck, you know? I'm one of those people that that's not very, like, into the whole, like, good luck, bad luck thing. But if I was, I would say that I am leaning towards bad luck more than good luck, you know? I can kind of see that. I feel like bad things happen to me much more often than good things happen to me, if that makes sense, right? It's like it's like a two-to-one ratio almost, you know? Yeah, I guess I can kind of see that. You know, I don't know what your luck ratio is, but uh, luck's definitely probably one of the, one of my lower stats if I had to if I had to if I had to say it, you know. Yeah, I guess it honestly just depends on like what do you think is important? What what are your personal wants and desires, right? Because there are certain I, I'm sure there are things for you, uh, just as there are things for me where like you have them. And it's good, but there are things you don't, that you don't have, but you want more and you'd be like, well, I could take or leave this, but I really want this and I don't have it. I I think there are a lot of things for me that are sort of like that. Um, yeah, I, I think, I think that's sort of where I would consider the luck debate, but yeah, you know. Well, it's one kinda... of those things where uh, maybe maybe it's not that I'm unlucky. Maybe it's just that I'm around luckier people than me. <laughs> maybe. That, that, that could be it. And, and it's one of those things because, like, I see something good happen to my brother or, like, this person or that person, right? And I'm like, man, why doesn't things like happen, that those things happen to me more often? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And I, mean... and I feel like I'm unlucky because they don't happen. Maybe, maybe that's kind of more what it is because I feel like it isn't always bad things that happen to me. It's just that not good things happening to me. You know what I'm trying to say? Maybe, but it it, it could also be a matter of, of perspective. It could also be a matter of perspective. Maybe you just don't know. You know? I think I think that's all. I think it's all just a matter of perspective. I, I think we are yeah. lucky in certain ways, and we are unlucky in others. And I think we have a I think there are good opportunities coming your way that maybe you don't even recognize. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I yeah. definitely, I definitely have some things that I'm lucky for, you know, and then there's, uh, <laughs> yeah, I feel like there's nothing like super lucky that I can immediately call to whenever I say that there's like small things, you know, like tiny things. I, I can't even think of a single one of those either, <laughs> but I sure can think of, of one, uh, this episode has a sponsor, so uh, we're gonna go over to the uh, the ad section. We're gonna go uh, talk about our sponsor real quick, and uh, we'll be back afterwards. We're gonna talk about the new Marvel drop stuff that happened today. We're gonna we're gonna go over our thoughts on that because uh, uh, there's a bunch of stuff at Comic Con. So yeah, stay tuned for that. Thank you. Hey guys, so it's the middle of summer vacation, pretty much for most of the country. And, uh, you know, parents are, uh, dealing with their kids probably a lot more than they normally would given, uh, that they're not at school right now. And sometimes 
things happen, you know, you know, parenting is a really hard job and boy, do I have the, uh, the service for you. Uh, this episode has been generously sponsored by skunk nugget parenting, uh, owned by my own mother. Uh, thank you very much for sponsoring. Uh, if you're having trouble parenting, you know, if, if you need better help, you know, connecting with your kids, uh, or sort of, if you have any anxieties about, you know, oh, am I doing the right thing? Am I, am I doing a good job? Uh, I cannot recommend the service highly enough because I was a little shit if you didn't know. And, uh, she somehow got through it and, uh, she, she's had experience dealing with a, with a rotten little bastard like me and she can definitely uh help you with uh, a lot of your parenting uh advice needs and uh all those sort of uh hard questions that you might not have and uh yeah make sure to check out skunknuggetparenting.com uh i'll say again that is skunknuggetparenting.com uh thank you again for sponsoring this uh podcast it's very appreciated. And uh, back to the episode. Thank you for listening. Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for sitting through the ad read. Very appreciated. Uh, remember to go check them out. Uh, yeah. Uh, a lot of things just got announced, Marvel-wise. Uh, San Diego Comic-Con, I think, just ended. Uh, or no, 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 no. I, th- I think today, because today's Sunday. Um, I think today is going to be the last day. So uh, all the all the uh, Marvel stuff got re- uh, announced yesterday, all the teasers and stuff. And I want to talk about that real quick. Um, uh, there's there, I have like a full list of everything that's going to happen up until like 2025 right here. And I'm going to I'm going to read it out. Okay. If I miss something, fuck you. Uh, here we go. Uh, so first thing or next thing that's coming out is uh, a group of shorts, like, like short content episodes. Um, I'm Groot. So Vin Diesel and, uh, Bradley Cooper and, and guardians and shit, you know, that sort of thing. What What's Vin Diesel's role in this? He's Groot. <laughs> really? Yes. I feel like for somebody that just says Groot, you know what I mean? Like, why why such a whole... I didn't realize he was such a high-profile actor for just somebody that says Groot over and over, but... He was the Iron Giant, too, dude. Yeah, fuck yeah. Vin Diesel is Groot. How do you not wait, know that? Wait, okay. Remind me again. Did How many lines did the Iron Giant have that he got played by Vin Diesel? I don't... I don't even the, remember the Iron Giant speaking that much. Oh! Uh, he had a couple lines. There was, there was, at the end, he was like Superman, and then he died. Very it's sad. Cr- it's crazy that Vin Diesel is landing these very, very, I would say, not the, that difficult roles. If you just had to say "I am Groot" in different tones, I know? don't know. Yeah. I feel like it was. I feel like it takes some. Of course, uh, it's not like easy, but you know, I feel like it's it's not particularly hard either. You know, especially. We're talking about actors like that. For well, him, re- it's probably not that hard. Is what I'm trying to say. You know. Well, remember that he is not acting with the other actors. He doesn't know precisely what tone he needs to go for. He just needs to 
but he needs to hit it every time. And he does. You know, I would say Groot is like, maybe not like the, the emotional heart of all the Guardians movies, um, but Guardians 1 and Guardians 2 he was, you know. Uh, he wasn't fantastic in Infinity War, but, you know, he, he was all right. And he was okay in, in Love and Thunder, you know, it was kind of lackluster anyway. I didn't but, mind him in Infinity War, you know, I feel like he had he had his moments, you know. Uh yeah. I just think that him grabbing the axe wasn't a moment for Vin Diesel. I think that was just more like for the character, you know. But yeah, yeah. whatever. Um I think but yeah, that that's coming so, out on August 10th. Those are all just straight to Disney Plus though, right? Or are they on YouTube or how how's that? Uh, that's there? that's Disney Plus. All right. Okay. Uh after that is going to be She-Hulk. Uh, Tatiana Maslany, I believe, is is uh, how you say it. She was on Orphan Black. Um, apparently did a, a good job there. I don't know. I haven't watched it. Um, but yeah, she's going to be playing She-Hulk. Uh, Mark Ruffalo is returning as Hulk. Uh, uh, what's his name? Tim Roth is returning as Abomination. Uh, Wong is going to be there. Daredevil's going to be there. Yeah, it's going to be really cool. I I Uh, feel like Daredevil is a character that they've already introduced in in a couple of the 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 movies and stuff, right? They just haven't like named him yet. Uh, no, no, he he was that. uh, He he had he had several shows. He had sev he had several seasons of a show. Okay, I, I, okay, you know, I forgive me, but I forget sometimes if the Netflix stuff is canon or not, because I feel like... Oh, no, like it is. It, it is. feels, it feels disconnected and separate, you know what I mean? Yeah, hang on, uh, so, so, some stuff is kind of changed, like, the, the order of some stuff has changed as of, as of late, um, I'm trying, I'm trying to get the, uh, the thing here, I think... Phase four is going to end with Black Panther, um, Wakanda Forever in November, right? So that I think that's going to be after. Uh, that's that's after She Hulk. So they they've released their summer movie. Now they're going to release their fall movie. I am and curious then, how they're going to how they're going to write it. You know, because I don't think that they've addressed the whole different actor or that, like, how, how they're not going to have the same actor. Uh, in, in, they, in, uh, do they have an in-universe explanation for that yet or no? Uh, he, I, I think he's fucking dead. I think they just killed him in universe. I think they killed, they just uh, killed him in universe. Okay. I, Chuck, I guess that would uh, make T'Challa, sense. Yeah. Right. I'm interested to hear, hear what the story is behind it though. You know? Uh, so it's going to be about a war between Wakanda and Atlantis, uh, and, uh, I'm I'm interested to hear, like, the in-universe, like, uh, explanation of how they killed them off, you know? Probably it's gonna be blamed on Atlantis, and they're gonna go to war over it, but in reality it was someone else that blamed the Atlanteans, they had to go to war, they're gonna fight for a bit, and then they're gonna be friends. It, you know? It's, Yeah. Uh, to to paraphrase uh, 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 
the the lovely uh weekly planet it's the 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 fantastic trope of they fought for a bit and then they mates you know that that sort of thing ah the classic yeah it, it's going to it's like batman versus superman baby they fight for 10 minutes and then they're mates you know so uh yeah, yeah so Ugh. wakanda forever is going to come out in november and that's going to be the end of phase 4 Phase okay. five is going to be, oh yeah, there's also going to be um, uh, a Halloween special with Gael Garcia Bernal, of all people. Um, okay. And then uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Uh, and then that's going to be the end of phase four. Phase five is going to have, um, so starting in like 2023, there's going to be Secret Invasion. Starring the Scrolls and Nick Fury. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Guardians Volume Three. Okay. Uh, Echo, the 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 show about you remember Echo from Hawkeye. Echo. Um. um the deaf. The the big. deaf girl who tried to kill Hawkeye and uh and other Hawkeye. Hawkeye and other Hawkeye. Oh, you mean the like the Hawkeye show? Yes. Um, the deaf- the, d- the oh, deaf girl. Yeah, I remember the deaf girl. Is that is that what her name is? Echo. Uh, uh, in in the comics, yes. Uh, Echo. Oh, okay. And, All right. Like her whole thing is that she's kind of like Taskmaster, where she can echo everyone else's fighting style. Uh, th- that's whole her whole shtick. Uh, Daredevil and uh. Vincent D'Onofrio as Kingpin are going to return. So Kingpin's um, going to return. I wonder how they're going to explain that in universe, though, because didn't they already like kill him off? They shot him off screen, which means he's not actually dead. Ah, of um, course. It's not real unless it happens on screen, of course. You know, yeah, and even on. if it does happen on screen, if there's always some bullshit explanation. Hey, um, they can just go to a different universe now, you know? Nothing's off the, t- off the table anymore, right? It isn't. We're officially in the multiverse saga. Yeah. Uh, well. <laughs> yeah. After that is going to be Loki season two. Very uh, exciting. Yes. Very exciting. You know. Uh. Oh, fuck. I feel like I'm I, missing something. I feel like I'm missing something. I'm curious, like, when when they're gonna bring Loki back into like the movies, or if he's gonna have a part in the movies. You know. Okay. All right. I did forget something. I did fucking forget something. My bad. Quantumania okay. is going to be first. Quantumania, so Wakanda Forever is going to be the last one. Quantumania is going to be Phase Five. Begin uh, with with uh, and Kang is going to be the main villain there. And Kang is going to be, I think, the main villain sort of throughout. So, uh, Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantumania, twenty twenty three. Uh, that's going to be February seventeenth. Is the is the release date for that? Sorry, we forgot to mention that. Um, so after that is going to be Loki during the summer. Um, and then uh, the Marvels. The Marvel, uh, yeah. Which is going to have musical elements, I believe. Um, I am curious about this musical elements now that you're talking about it, you know. Uh, I've I... been watching Miss Marvel. Um, I've been kind of late to that because I was kind of cautious about it being sort of bad because it's like. You know, you know it, it's, a, it's thing, a high school kid, you know, 
the only thing that I haven't watched that may or may not be vital for like future Marvel stuff is Morbius. Because I it's don't not, know if Morbius it's is not, ever gonna become it's like not, a... it won't. Trust a, me, it I won't, a, dude. <laughs> I know, they're not gonna I, touch like, Morbius. They're not like, going to touch it, dude. Trust that's me. That's the thing. They they I'm pretty I'm pretty sure they're not going to after what happened, but I I they probably wrote the movie in such a way where they kind of could, right? So I'm No, I, it's I, officially in another universe. It's officially in another universe. So it's a fish, but I thought it was in the Venom universe. And isn't yes, the Venom, the Venom kind of tied in Venom, to like the Marvel universe a little bit though? No, Venom got no way Venom got pulled into the universe in one of the end credit scenes in one of their movies, and then they got sent back to their universe in the end credits for No Way Home. So, so okay, that, so there's no way that there's going to be like some sort of interaction again in the future, though. There is a Venom symbiote in this universe now, but I, it's not going to be Tom Hardy. Oh, okay. So they're just going to try recast yeah. everything for the Marvel. It's and Vulture got sent to that universe too, but that's okay, so, it. Wait, Vulture. Okay. I didn't know that. So Vulture got sent to the Venom universe now. Yes. Whatever happened to like Scorpion from the end of homecoming. It's, it's dropped. It's not going to happen. It's, Scorpion it, thing it's never not going to happen. I thought there was going to be like a whole Sinister Six thing happening, you know, but I... It, I in that universe, it's going to be in the Sony universe, so they're going to fuck it up, because they always do, because they're idiots. I, do, um, I have to say, like, Sony, like, they, they've they done, like, some good things, but I feel like whenever it comes to movies, it's real hit or miss, you know? Yeah. It's not as consistent as, like, Marvel with terms of quality, you know? Yeah. Anywho, like, we got more or... shows. We, okay. we there's a lot of things that got announced. We got we can't slow down. I thought you said it, you said it was all. Like, I, I, well, no, we funny. cannot slow down. We got to keep right. going. We got to go all fast. Right. All right, we'll we'll talk about that later. I guess if we get a chance. <laughs> <laughs> if we get a fucking chance. Uh, by the way, what if season two is early 2023 as well? Forgot to mention that. Um, oh, that's a good one. Uh, yeah. So we were on Loki season two. Uh, sort of. After after the second quarter into the third quarter, um, Ironheart is going to be in the fourth quarter, 2023. Um, Blade, November 2023. Uh, I, I'm, I'm going back and forth between the films list and the television list. Uh, Agatha, Coven of Chaos. They renamed her show uh, from House of Harkness to Coven of Chaos. And... Uh... uh and then uh, Daredevil Born Again. So it's going to be a new a new Daredevil um, type thing. So it, it's going to be a continuation to the show, but kind of a reboot slash sequel. Um, and then after that, there's going to be Captain America New World Order in May of 2024 and Thunderbolts in July of 2024. Uh, so, so Falcon is like forever just captain america now yeah oh yeah so there's chris no evans said anymore, so right oh uh, there is there is actually so um that guy who was sort of his like military contact in falcon and the winter soldier he now has his wings he now has falcon wings so oh, okay yeah so. so there is a falcon there is a captain america who has wings and there is uh bucky Isn't there also like 
what's what's the what's the other guy's name? The the other, the other Captain America. Isn't he like a villain character? Oh, uh, oh yes. So, um, Isaiah Bradley, I think, uh, is his name. I'm not quite sure off the top of my head. What the comic book name was? I I read it one time, but uh. But yeah, there there was another Captain America introduced in Falcon and the Winter Soldier, who is a young actor that they made up to look old, sort of how they did Chris Evans at the end of Endgame, which makes me think that we might be getting some flashback scenes with him. Um, yeah. Yeah, I I can't for the life of me remember what what the name was that they used though. That I it's Isaiah Bradley or Bradshaw or something. I don't know. But, uh, again, we can't slow down. Um, uh, that was phase four. Now, uh, uh, or that was most of phase five. Um, Marvel Studios Fantastic Four will be in November 2024. Um, and then, uh, we will be getting two Avengers movies in the same year. Uh, oh, really? We are getting Avengers: The Kang Dynasty and Avengers: Secret Wars in uh, 2025. Uh, yeah, that's, and I think, I think, that's it. Oh yeah. Also, uh, fall 2023, there's going to be continuation to the to the 90s cartoon uh, of the X Men, and that's it. That's the rest of it. I am. So how do we feel about that? Well, I'm excited for like the future Marvel stuff they have. I feel like for the past couple movies, they've obviously just kind of been setting things up for like the bigger story that's going to actually happen in Avengers, probably. And I'm excited to see how it unfolds, right? Because we haven't really got a lot of uh, payoff from the shows yet, besides, I guess, like the payoff from WandaVision. But besides that, we haven't had any payoffs from the other shows, really. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, and these other these movies are kind of all like leading somewhere, you know, but we haven't seen like exactly where yet. I'm sure they're gonna tie it all together with the whole Kang thing, because uh, he seems like he's gonna be like the the first Avengers movie, right? Yeah. Um, and we have what uh, a Black Panther movie, an Ant Man movie, and then is there another movie, or is that the only two before? Uh, what do you mean? What 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 are you asking? Sorry, I was so, I, so, I had to look at something. So we have a Black Panther movie, an yes. Ant Man movie, uh, yes. a Guardians movie, and then the Avengers movie. Is that right? No, there... the Avengers movie is in twenty twenty five. Both of those Avengers oh. movies are in twenty twenty five. Okay, so we have a couple of movies and several. We shows. have the rest of this phase, and then the and then most of Phase Five until those two come out. Okay, because the way you made it sound like it was going to be like uh, 2024, 2025 seems far, like, yeah. No, I don't think you were paying attention all that much. You didn't give me dates, all right? I did give you dates. If you give me dates, I I didn't listen. I'm not going to lie. I told you you weren't paying attention. No. So in between now and then, we have, and and you got to pay attention here. Okay, well, the whole point I'm trying to get to, though, the dates don't really matter. The whole one I'm trying to get to, right, is that for the next little while, I feel like each Marvel movie won't really give us a whole bunch, right? 
They're each going to give us a little, little by little, and eventually we'll see the bigger picture. But it's, it's you know, it's going to take a while to ramp up. I feel like I, I'm enjoying the ride, you know? But it is a little bit of a slow ride, you know? Especially consider how the pace of everything, uh, especially, like, the movie stuff, it's really slowed down after COVID, and I feel like we're finally starting to get back to the to like the normal pace, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we've already gotten back there or if we still have a ways to go, but it's it's starting to get back into the flow, you know. Yeah. Let me tell I you, think... I I actually recently um got like an AMC membership because I'm planning on watching some movies more often, right? Yeah. So I'm excited for everything that's coming out, you know. Uh, I think I... I don't know if I mentioned this, but I even got the the popcorn bucket. I think I might have. Did I get the, did I tell you the popcorn bucket? Thing? I think I think you mentioned it, yeah. Yeah, like, we're, we're getting... I'm getting real into it. I feel like, you know, I've gotten to a point where I can... I can spend the very little amount of money on a membership. Yeah. We I'm used excited. to get the uh, the popcorn buckets. I don't know if they're doing them up here, because obviously Illinois is taking COVID way more seriously than Texas is. What a fucking shocker, I know. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Yeah, obviously. Like, I don't know how it is for you, right? But for me, I take a mask everywhere I go. But I never wear it, unless I'm told to. <laughs> I've stopped taking them to places, um, mostly because I don't fucking leave the house. But even when I do, I don't. I don't even bring one. I didn't even bring one on my. Uh, all right, I guess I do. I guess I do have one on my car's mirror, but I don't. I I I've stopped bringing them. I've gotten COVID, so I have the antibodies. I survived. Congratulations, go me. Um, uh, you know, feel pretty, pretty cool about that. But, um, yeah, so I, sur- I survived COVID. I have the antibodies and I, uh, I, I'm all the way vaccinated. I'm it's, it's, it don't, it, it don't even fucking bother me. You know, like I, I'm not afraid of it anymore. <laughs> you know, like it it does still fucking affect people, so like get vaccinated and shit. But you know, like I'm I'm fucking over it to be honest. You know. Yeah, that's kind of how I am too. Like I got the vaccine, I got infected. <laughs> yeah. You know, and if I don't have to wear a mask, I don't. On the off chance that I do have to wear a mask, I I might bring it, but most of the time, not really. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But hey, hopefully the whole Marvel thing pans out. I'm excited for it. I I I feel like I'm along for the ride, even if it's a little slow. You know, I'm excited. I I feel like the quality is going down. I'm still excited for. Some of these things, Daredevil, um, Born Again, very excited. Miss Marvel, I'm I'm like midway through episode four, but Miss Marvel has really surprised me with its quality. It's pretty good. I wasn't I wasn't expecting all that much because I expected it to be like a high school drama, like I said, but it, it's actually handling it pretty well. 
it, it, they've still got like two and a half more episodes to go, so let's see if they stick the landing. But I feel like after managing my expectations after Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. it's it's become one of those things where like I can enjoy it a little bit more, right? Because I guess yeah. it's one of those things where Doctor Strange introduced like the multiverse concept, and I was just kind of really hoping they would like go hundred percent, like do everything that they possibly could with it. But I, I obviously understand they're trying to save some stuff for the future, right? Yeah. So it's one of those things where you just got to manage your expectations, right? Because I think that I just wanted so much from that movie that no matter what, I was probably going to be disappointed, you know? <laughs> yeah. I just... I, I don't like... think they're... I, I think they're moving in the wrong direction in terms of, like we're going to make everyone, all the directors, we're going to... uh, It reminds me of, like, leaving something out in, like, a sandstorm and, like, 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 like you've got a a nice, like, plank of wood and you leave it out in the sandstorm and then once you go and get it, all the edges have been, like, blasted smooth, you know? Like, Like, it's completely, like, sanded off. So all the directors... They don't have, like, they're not allowed to use their individual styles anymore, you know? Like, Raimi got to do a little bit. Um, what, the chick who directed uh, Eternals, the one who won the Oscar for Best Director last year, um, she got to do a little bit of that, I guess. Um, but Taika did not get to do it at all with Love and Thunder. It Love and Thunder, it got really, really, really bad. Um like in terms of like it, it like going from Ragnarok to Love and Thunder, there was like a a huge like loss of personality there. So that I, one's kind of gone. I feel like it's one of those things where like uh, moving forward, they they obviously have like a an idea, a structure that they want to follow. So it is a little, I can see how it's a little restricting if you're somebody working with. Disney and Marvel and all that. It's because not. It's not even the structure, though, right? Like, like the the we need to introduce this, this, and this, right? That's fine. You can still do that, uh, while still having like your own director style, right? But they don't anymore, <laughs> right? It, it it's the style that we're losing. It's the it's the artistic elements, right? Like, uh. Like, like, uh, I like the one thing that we got to keep from Raimi pretty much was like some horror elements, some gore, and a Bruce Campbell cameo. Like, that's basically it. And like, I, I think, uh, one of the main things to keep in mind for, I guess, the rest of this. Uh, for for a while at least is to keep in mind that if you're going in to see a specific movie directed by a specific director and you're like oh i, I want to see this because uh coogler ryan coogler is directing black panther for example right like if you're if you're going in and you're like oh i, I want to see this because it's a coogler movie or, or not coogler coogler movie <laughs> you're going to be disappointed because well, I I'm kind of just under the impression that uh, you know I feel like I don't 
see a movie and instantly compare it to something else or, you know, have my expectations set by like previous entries into a franchise and all that. I just try to see what it's what it, what it's worth by itself. And I feel like that's how I feel about like a like a lot of things, like video games, movies, all that. I see how it fits by itself and see how it fits in like the grander scheme. And I can definitely see that in the grander scheme of like the whole series of Thor movies, the Love and Thunder might not completely fit the mold and I might not be as good as it could be, but I feel like by itself, it's not a bad movie. You know, it's all right. You know, I feel like it's not the, it's like, it's not as bad as maybe, maybe you would think about it, right? And I also I mean, don't go see movies because of directors. That's just me, though. I don't know. I, I think that is just you. I, I think that absolutely is. I feel like there's lots of people out there, not just me, that they go to see a movie because it's either part of something that they like or it just sounds like an interesting movie, you know? I no. I I do have to say, I do watch movies sometimes because of actors. Not because of directors, though, usually. I I think we've gotten to a point nowadays uh where uh where we're sort of like uh most people are more cognizant of directors nowadays. You know, mo- 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 more people are like oh, this is a JJ Abrams movie or Oh, this is a fucking Sam Raimi movie. People were really excited to go see a Sam Raimi movie in Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness because he's a fucking prolific director, you know? The Evil Dead series plus the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies. People were really excited about that. So, you know, he's got like a specific style and tone and feel that, you know... I, I think a lot more people are being cognizant of that. I don't know if that was more of a thing or less of a thing back in the day, because you know, I didn't I didn't live back in like the eighties and seventies, you know. I, I reckon there were like a couple directors who were kinda like that, but like nowadays it is the the director has become a, a more of a selling point than uh than it used to be. And I think Marvel sort of mandating this this style all the time doesn't really like like I, I think they're doing themselves a disservice, you know. Obviously they they want to can keep somewhat of a consistent tone, but like it it makes it really really hard to get excited for a new marvel movie every time you know like around uh the eternals i was really starting to feel the fatigue i was like fuck i really don't want to see this movie i i had heard it was bad and even then i was like who fucking cares about the eternals and then you know i got re i got my my rejuvenation with Hawkeye and Spider-Man and Moon Knight. Spider-Man really 
Yeah, Sp- Spider-Man really helped out. <laughs> they they made a really really good decision by releasing Spider-Man right after Eternals. The the Hey man, the, I'm pretty sure Spider-Man's still like number 1 grossing, isn't it? All time. Uh, of the Marvel movies, I'm not sure, but No, of all movies. What? Of all time. Yeah, like let me just, like, you know, you not even talking. close. No, Avatar retook the spot. Really Endgame was, yeah, but no, spy. Uh, Endgame, Endgame had it for a little while, but Avatar retook it because they re-released it in China. Oh wait, no, it's number, it's number six. It's it's pretty high up. It's not as high as I thought it was. Though. No, <laughs> that's a pretty fucking big jump, right? Because it's like that. There, there's I, I five other movies in the way. I bro. heard it was two or one, but. There are a couple. No. Yeah, when did Avatar retake it? I I thought that Endgame was uh, on top still. So Endgame. So they I forget when the fucking re-release was. It was, I think they took it. Uh, uh, Endgame had it for a little while. Endgame had it for about like six months to a year, I think. Uh, it. They they did a, a little re-release of Endgame as well to kind of boost the numbers, um, and then it took over Titanic. It's sitting at two point seven, almost two point eight billion, and Avatar is at two point eight, almost at two point eight five billion. Um, that little uh, that Chinese re-release really really did. Look, I don't in. know if this is a is a controversial opinion or not, right? I don't even remember really liking Avatar that much. I I don't un- I I just feel like I don't understand why it's so high. You know, I think it's an all right movie. I I didn't think it was the best movie of all time though. It's not about being the best movie of all time, but it's a really really uh huge uh thing. It it, it did a lot of really really good stuff and it is uh it is sort of groundbreaking in a way you know it i feel like for the time that it came out maybe but i don't know if it holds up as well today you know what i mean i maybe let us not forget okay i i will come to bat for avatar because i rewatched it i haven't rewatched senior year of high school senior year of high school i decided to rewatch it I, I was watching it in study hall. I was like, oh, okay. It's not bad. It's, I will remind y'all, it was nominated for nine Oscars. Nine. That, there's a, that is a lot of fucking Oscars to be nominated for. Uh, Maybe, I just never got the appeal of it. I don't know. Again, I haven't watched it in a long time, so maybe I'm just misremembering but I, like I said, I just don't remember it being as groundbreaking as I guess it was. It was, I mean, it was nominated for fucking best picture in, in, uh, at the, uh, uh, 2009, 2000, I guess it was held in 2010, but it's about 2009, uh, Oscars. And it had some fucking stiff competition. Right, uh, cause mm-hmm. I'll remember some, cause I'll remind you some of the movies that uh, that came out that year were uh, 
uh, The Blind Side, Hurt Locker, District 9, Inglorious Bastards came out that year. Up came out that year. Yeah. So it was it was nominated for if it was nominated for best picture in that in that year, you know, it was fucking good. And it won three Oscars. Cause it's it it was a really uh groundbreaking movie, you know? Like all those all that CGI stuff, the three D um stuff like that. Uh it had some really good cinematography and and uh really great art style and it it won for cinematography, art direction, and uh visual effects, obviously, because of course it was gonna fucking win for visual effects. Look at it. It's it's the most visual effects movie ever. Yeah. Avatar is a good ass movie, and people thought it was a good ass movie back in the day. And it it still is a pretty solid movie. It's a simple narrative, yeah, but it's got spectacle and it's absolutely gorgeous and mind-blowing. And whenever you look at it, your fucking eyes just roll back into your fucking head because it's so fucking gorgeous. Okay, well, absolutely I, I can admit, Avatar apologist. You know, I I admit, you know, it was it was nice and all those things, right? I am a little worried that that won't be enough for a sequel, though. Oh yeah, I <laughs> I am the first to admit that I am not exactly excited for Avatar. Yeah, 2. you see, I feel like we can agree on on that at least, right? I feel like it's one of those movies that maybe as a standalone is fine, but uh, as a series may not work as well. Yeah, um, Avatar Land at Disney World is pretty cool, from what I've heard. You know. And that's kind of like a sequel to Avatar One, so that's that's kind of I wouldn't cool. I wouldn't consider a section of a theme park a sequel to a movie. It's a sequel, <laughs> and it's pretty cool. Okay, that's it's like saying that's Aquaman 4D is a sequel to Aquaman. I don't. It not is. It <laughs> is. Shut up, You're, your mama. Eat shit. I, I, I have to say, I never watched Aquaman, but I saw Aquaman 4D. <laughs> I hate you. I hate you so much. And I got the gist of the movie, you know what I mean? Except it had a little bit more water in it. <laughs> fuck you. How about fuck you? Uh, but anywho, uh, I think you said you had a question. I think you said you had a big red button. Is it time to, to, to big red button? I think it's around that time. <clears throat> yeah, let's I do it. I got an interesting one here. I haven't actually figured out my answer yet, but we'll start with your answer first. Um, it is... You can shape shift into anyone you want as many okay. times as you want, right? All right. But you can never turn back into yourself. Okay. But I can continuously shape shift into anyone else, right? So you can be anyone in the world. Or I yes. guess, you know, at any time. You can you can change it to anybody else anytime you want, right? You so can, I can you, change from never... myself into anything else, uh, and I can return to anything else, but I can never turn back into myself. So I can transform into yeah. literally any. It, did it say anything or anyone? Sorry, I think it was anyone. I don't think it's anything that I don't think it's that 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 powerful. No, I think it's anyone. <laughs> okay, uh, I think. 
is it worth not being able to ever be yourself though right you obviously can't ever it's one of those things where like what can you really accomplish as somebody else Oh, a lot of things. Oh, a lot of things. things. It, you have to have a plan. It's one of those things where, again, you have to have a plan. And also, if you're genetically you, it, identical to them in every way, you know, with the increasing amount of um, biometric stuff replacing passwords and shit, um, you could actually do a lot more if you can imitate someone's fingerprints and retina and DNA and all that. Like, that shit is going to be increasingly more useful. I think it would drastically alter um, anyone's life, but, like, it, w- it would drastically alter, like, what I want to do with my life because I obviously, I want to be, you know, I, I, I named, we named the podcast Incredibly Influential and Highly Successful for a fucking reason. I want to have that sort of, like, influence and and, like, I want to leave a mark on the world and make people remember me for being me. But if well, that's I, the thing, you'll never be you though. You'll always be somebody else. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying, right? Like it would vastly alter the the um the the sort of trajectory of my life after that. But there's so many things you could do with that. Like you could you could be the world's greatest spy you could walk into anywhere and and fit right in because if you're a perfect like genetic match it yeah Pe- people don't believe in like shapeshifters or anything like that so it's like that it you would have like a huge advantage and i think that would be really really cool and really really useful so i would say uh, I would say no, but if I did, it wouldn't be a, a, a bad thing and I could definitely make it work. So I, I, I'm, I'm sort of on the fence where it's like, I could take it or leave it. I, I feel like I kind of agree with you. You know, it's one of those things where I see the benefits and there's so much you could do with it. It's just that you kind of will lose that sense of self, right? Cause you'd never be anybody of, you know, you'd never be yourself anymore, right? You'd always be somebody else. You could tra- you could always change who you are, but you can never change back into who uh, who you used to be. I guess, right? Yeah, I think just ask right. me on a on a different like, day, and you might get a different answer. Yeah, um, it's one of those. It's situational, and I yeah. feel like it's one of those things that, like, I could say yes to, but I might I don't want to commit my entire life to being somebody else. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right, I I feel like that that'd be exhausting if you could never be yourself again, right? Yeah. Uh again, just it depends. Ask me on a different day and you might get a different answer, but I would say not today. Um, yeah. Not today for me either, you know. If I'm ever in yeah. like a financial hole though, you know, hey. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I would uh, die, I then I would then I would be somebody else. Yeah. Uh yeah, I I think that could be a pretty useful ability. But yeah, take it or leave it. Um, I think that's sort of uh it for all we had to say, isn't it? Yeah. Do you have anything else you want to like... add? Oh well, let's uh, we can pl- do our plugs. 
Yeah. Uh, we have a new Patreon up. Uh, very, very excited about that. It's, uh, I believe the address should be uh, patreon.com slash IIHS podcast. So go over there. Um, and we, if there is some place we can link it, we'll, we'll try to do that as well. Can, can you link it on Spotify and, and Apple and all that? Or uh, I'm not sure. Uh, I think uh, we'll, we'll drop a tweet about it on Twitter. Um, go follow us on Twitter as well at IIHS podcast. Uh, all one word. And uh, yeah, make sure you, you follow us there. Maybe consider going over to Patreon. Uh, we have two tiers up right now. Uh, the first tier is uh, uh, you get a shout out in every episode we record while you're uh, subscribed. And then the second tier is uh, you get that shout out, but you also get ad free episodes as soon as they're uh edited together instead of waiting until Tuesday uh, when they go up normally. So that could be a pretty, uh, pretty cool thing. If you want to hear episodes of the podcast without ads and early. So uh, yeah, consider it, but I don't have anything else to say. I've been incredibly influential and I've been highly successful. We will see you guys next week. Thank you.